Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yes, time to get bright Friday morning right here on Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy right across the SEN network, wherever you're listening this morning. How you doing? Give us a shout out. Uh, if you're already at work, on to work, uh, just waking up, give us a call on the Motorola open line 1300 01 1170. Text 0457 736 736. I think this is the classic weekend, certainly for rugby league fans. The car before the storm. I know we've got Waratahs kicking off tonight and we're looking forward to that and we'll have some coverage later in the program. But this is it. This is this is the quintessential calm before the storm, Brandy, that we've had two weeks of wall-to-wall rugby league pre-season challenge. Then you have nothing and then it's full on from next Thursday. Are you... Do do you relax? Have you got a few things planned this weekend, Brandy, to appreciate your last weekend off before October? Uh, yeah, Vossi, I'm I'm off to Dubbo tomorrow morning. Uh, one of my boys, uh, Bo, who's a 15-year-old, is in the uh, under-16s Manly Touch team, and the State Cup is on in Dubbo. Normally, for the last 15 years, it's been at Port Macquarie, but they've yeah. uh, they've switched venues, so we're out to Dubbo, getting up early tomorrow to to drive out there because they start playing today. Western Plains Zoo, any chance of uh, dropping in there? I don't think so. I think I'll be I'll be too busy. I Just, won't I won't mm. get the zoo. It won't be much of it. Won't be a, a sightseeing tour around Dubbo. I'll be going to the no. field, watching the games, go back, uh, watch right. Sunday, drive home. You know, late Sunday afternoon, and um, yeah. But that's my yeah. that's my weekend. That's my sporting weekend. Well, that's a proud dad moment. That's one of our talkback topics today. Now, I I touched on the top there that we'll have some rugby union. Now, later in the program, we are going to catch up with Peter Jorgensen. Now, Peter, former Wallaby and uh, former Panthers and and Roosters player, he will have his son, uh, Max, playing tonight on debut for the New South Wales Waratahs. 18 years of age, Joey's boy, just like his dad, St. Joseph's College in Sydney, um, famous GPS rugby uh, college and so many greats have come out of there but Max playing for his state for the first time we thought we'd I'm, I, the list the compiling of the list um, across the sports famous uh, father-son combinations because I, I mean I can sit here and rattle off a whole lot of rugby league and to a lesser extent rugby union what about the world of football um, and, and what about in women's sport are we getting many could we get a list yet of mother-daughter? I mean, we talk about father-son, but mother-daughter uh, combinations of, uh, you know, athletes that have done this and now the, the, the sibling. Who was, yeah, who was the Warriors player that his mum played for New Zealand Rugby League? Oh, Papa Lee. Then, yeah, Isaiah Papa Lee. Papa Lee. The oh, Isaiah Papa yeah, Lee, of course. Yes. yes. Well, so mother-daughter. So mother-son. Mother-son. Okay, so mother-daughter. Mother, son, father, mm-hmm. daughter, father, son, famous combos. What can we mm. put together this morning? I reckon we'll have a, a top 13, a second 13, and a third 13 by the end of the show. Oh, I think we will. But uh, I, I watched my, – my, Tanya convinced me to watch the, uh, the Netflix show Full Swing. So it's a golfing mm. show. 
Um, she's getting golfing lessons at the moment, so she's right into the golf. She said, how about we start watching hey. the full swing? I said, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit really? tired. I don't know if I've got a, you know, a Netflix. Anyway, we watched it. Um, and speaking of um, father-sons, I didn't know mm. that Justin Thomas, the American USPGA golfer, very good, um, who was highlighted in the first episode, is a third-generation PGA player. Granddad, father, now Justin Thomas. That's pretty good. Third-generation. Yeah, legacy. So yeah. just on, on father-son, and, and we've all, we all have our, um, you know, our parent moments watching our kids play sport, but, um, and you haven't quite um, reached that point, but you've got a couple of boys that are, are very promising you know, you, yeah. Like we're going to find out from Peter tonight, but how do you feel? Like when you go out and you see, oh, well, for you, Brandy, I mean, junior rep finals or at grounds where you played, where you achieved great things to, to watch your kids play, that actual moment, how does that feel, Greg? Yeah, it's a funny Peter. feeling. And, and actually watching, because Justin Thomas's dad is his coach as well. So right. there was a fair bit of, of spotlight on the dad. And I could, uh, watching the dad watched Justin when he won the PGA tour, uh, PGA Championship, his second major last year, watching pictures of his dad who couldn't look and he's got, like, I can I can live with that. It's a very, yeah. it's a nerve-wracking experience watching your, <laughs> your, your children play sport. Mm. It, like, it's very enjoyable. And it's the best thing mm. out of everything, I think, you know, that fatherhood mm. brings... Watching your kids just play sport, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, just watching them play sport is such an enjoyable thing. Right across all sports, doesn't matter what sport it is—basketball, yeah. touch footy, um, rugby union, rugby league—it's it's a very enjoyable thing. But when it gets to a certain stage and they're playing in a big game, my God, I I. I <laughs> I, shot. You're I look shot. away at times. Yes, I'll, I'll go this. I'll extend the talk back topic. If if our listeners have any this this sort of moment, a a, a parent child moment, um, uh, one of my sons Matthew playing cricket, and as a dad, and you're at the team, you, you have to sometimes get thrown into umpire. Now I reckon it's one of the worst <laughs> shittiest situations you ever find yourself in. You are the umpire yeah. at the end where. You were adjudicating each ball, and your son comes out to bat. And first ball, the ball cannons into his pads. First ball. And they peel, they go up. Yes! And they're in your face. And I'm looking, and I, and I just, sort of, just sort of glance at Matt's eyes, and he sort of he looks down, and I go, not out. Not out. They, they, they blow up. And they go, yeah, I think, I think just a bit high. <laughs> But yeah. it was that plum. It should have been a golden duck. But I didn't. Ha- I just couldn't. I couldn't raise the finger to give my it. own son out first ball. <laughs> like oh, that's cheating. Oh. That's oh, cheating. That's but what up. an awful position to be put in as a parent. You know, there, has is. anyone got any similar things to that where you've had to? Um, where you've, <laughs> you've been thrown in. I, I can remember as clear as day. It's down at Briars, down the back of Concord, the Oval. Yeah. And I and I, I'm coming out in a sweat now thinking about it because I know I dudded the opposition there. But I, I, in that moment, I could not give my son out. He was, he was as plump. It wasn't going to hit leg. It wasn't going to hit off. It was going to take middle stump out and probably cartwheel it down the, <laughs> down to the keeper. And I gave him yeah. not out. Like there was yeah. some cursing and swearing. And 
And, and then, I, then I avoided all eye contact with Matt. So th- there you go. I make that admission. That's an honest admission. Father... Son moment? Have you had anything I've like done, that? I've, I've, I've done the umpiring thing too, Vossi. I, 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 I was yeah. desperate for my boys to play cricket but uh, and tried which, with, with all of them and, and none of them got past the age yeah. of 10, you know, oh, a few years, a early early days. I just, I, I couldn't get them into cricket um, but I, I did the umpiring thing too, yes, and that, that that's true. Yes. There's some... There's some more moments. <laughs> yeah, run out. It's hard. A lot. It's very hard. I'd, very, very hard. Very hard. Anyway, it's still, it's still, uh, it's still, it's, it's really like a skeleton in my closet. You. Like I don't know how I can yep. make it up to these kids that I dudded on that day. What were your names? You know, they'd now be an age. You know, they'd all be young men now, and they probably there might be one listening. Say, I remember that day. So that was your son. You bastard. Um, yes, yes. So have you say, father-sons um, is one of our topics today and really looking forward to catching up with Peter Jorgensen. Remember the aeroplane with Jorgo when he scored the try in rugby well, league? Well, he was a, he he was was a teammate of mine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, he, he I, played with Jorgo. I, yeah. I played with Jorgo. I played with Jorgo. Yeah. Of course, he'd, he'd done a little bit before he got to the Panthers with the Roosters and um, the Waratahs and, and, uh, and the Wallabies. But yes, Jorgo was a very good player and I think he picked up a, he picked up a really bad injury uh, early in his career playing in a shoot shield, shoot shield grand final um, but anyway we'll chat to Jorge I'm looking okay. forward to it too now uh, rugby league news and this is a serious one uh, Angus Crichton's father has revealed his sons out of rugby league indefinitely after being diagnosed with bipolar disorder and he's been he's granted leave by the roosters um there's not a lot uh, we can say about this other than Angus is doing it very, very tough. And you can imagine all around him are doing it very tough. And it's it's striking to all of us because it's the full revelation comes out on the back of what is you know, one of his proudest moments. I mean, he was there at the Rugby League World Cup. I mean, yeah, absolute yeah. You know, crest of a wave with a, with a great team and they've won the World Cup. And then since then... Um, things have, have come to a head in this part of his life, and, and now when he next plays, nobody knows. I mean, I mean, there's a chance he, he might not play. Um, so all our wishes, best wishes with uh, Angus Crichton and his family. Um, we, we, we feel obliged to mention Lifeline's number as well, 13, 11, 14. Um, if, uh, if you have any sort of concerns, and, and we wish Angus well. It's on, on the football side of things, and it feels a little flippant to mention it, but gee, it's a big loss for the Roosters. Um, Angus yeah. Grimes come off a you know a great year last year, and as I said, well, capped off with the World well, Cup. He, he was he was, he started in the final, didn't he? He was he was the starting back row for the Australian team, and and had a great year last year. Yeah, uh, thoughts are with Angus, and hopefully he can get through this and um, return back to to footy, and or just get himself right. That's the most important thing. And if footy plays a part yeah. in that, well. Um, that's fantastic as well. Can you shed any light on a story that the Telegraph have today, uh, Brandy Reid Penrith, exploring a six-figure salary cap dispensation for injured winger Taylan May. Um, Taylan injured in the World Club Challenge um, mm. and, and out for the season. Uh, the tackle, we had our say earlier in the week, the Ignatius Parsi tackle, we feel was obliged yep. to have a charge of some description. Um, mm. and, and they're saying that the Panthers linked with Dom Young. Is that, is that true? You're going to give me no, something there, Brandon? That's not true. That is not true. I, and, and I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, get sp- sp- like I'm. I'm a little bit wary of if. But what happens if I said 
yes, the Panthers are interested in Dom Young. Uh, I, yeah. Now, you, you, you were very strong yesterday. Mm. Uh, read the Roosters. So, God yes. help me if I said, Yes, actually, we are interested in Dominic Young. Uh, well, how, well, look, how, can, how I, would, can I? How would, st- now, yeah, just, can I clarify just, just, that? Just, yes. <laughs> just, yes. Just let me finish on the Panthers and mm. Dom Young. Yeah. We're desperately trying to keep the players we have at the club. Like we, we mm. are. We're, we're salary cap. You know, it's there's no money. There's no money to be spent. We're mm. desperately trying to keep, and the the next player on contra, uh, you know. Up in line will be Spencer Lenu, and we'll do our very best to keep Spencer Lenu at the club. But we, there's no money to be signing players uh, outside yeah. from outside to bring players in. There's there's no cash All left, right. Bossy. That's, that's, a, our... that's a good rebuttal. That's a good rebuttal of the story. Mm. Panthers no to Dom Young, but I just wanted to say, and it's it wasn't an attack on the Roosters per se. It's on the it's on the the, the vibe of. Newcastle is a struggling club. They are many people's pick for the wooden spoon. They have a very short list of star players, of, you know, blokes that drag you into the game. Dong Myung is one of them. And if you're building up your hopes of the off-season, you know, getting excited, well, I'm excited, you know, if you're a Knights fan, well, we've had a, mightn't have a good year, but we've got Dong Myung, you know, like he's had a great World Cup, he's great to watch. And a week out from the season start, you, you, you have to pick it up and have it shoved in your face that... The Roosters may ask for him a year early. Like, well, they understand that he'll leave the club at the end of the season. Knights fans get that. That happens all the time. They've, they've taken players from other clubs. But a week out from the start of the season, I stand by it. I am telling the big boy, the heavyweight, to go to buggery. <laughs> Just bugger off. Mm. You're not getting him. Simple as that. He's, you know, we need... They are in a fight for the wooden spoon. <laughs> the Knights. They need all hands yep. on deck this year, even if the players are going yonder the year after. So anyway, that's 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 where I stand by that. So it wouldn't matter whether it was South, Penrith, Parramatta. It's, mm. If it's one of the yep. big clubs looking to pinch one of the bottom clubs' players a week out from the start of the season, my view would be the same, Brandy, and I stand by it today. And come at me. Yeah. Come at me. Run at me now, Roosters fans, if you like. I've got no problems. Uh, just on the Taylor May incident, though, I, I, I guess Penrith are just seeking clarification because players uh, now, and, and this was only recently brought in, by the NRL that you get compensation if players are injured while playing rep football. Um, mm. Does the World Club Challenge fall into a rep football um, area? You're representing well, the I, NRL. Well, I'm saying no. I'm saying no on a technicality because it was the preseason challenge. Like a Dragons player, if he was injured the week before, is, is that, that a game World outside of trials? World Club Challenge? World Club Challenge. Sanctioned game. Sanctioned NRL game. World Club Challenge. Mm, it was part of the pre-season challenge. That's what I'm saying. Well, <laughs> anyway, that's a technicality. Here yeah, we go. Anyway, that, that'll be that'll be uh, yeah, that'll be discussed uh, yeah. behind closed doors. See where that lands. Uh, the the cricket is good, uh, isn't it? Nice to be able to say Australia has beaten India. Apologies to Indians, but I mean, I mean, if you can appreciate, Australia's beaten India. T20 World Cup. Our women's team. Uh, great effort by India, mind you, but a five-run victory in Australia's through to the final. Um, so to play either England or, or South Africa. Um, England, unbeaten, you know, you'd have to think England are favourites. Yeah, I watched Meg Lanning, uh, the press conference before the game. Uh, that was yesterday. Mm. Meg was saying, the Australian captain, was, was they asked her about, you know, what, what, what she thought might happen. And she said, well, it's 2020. I, I don't, you know, it's, it's, it's anyone's game. They've beaten us once before and 
uh, they are the side that has beaten us. But uh, she said, look, we'll go in with a plan, um, but we've got to be... We've got to have the ability to change that plan on the run. And I thought, oh, that's... Gee, that sounds... That, <laughs> I know it's 2020, but, but that's, <laughs> maybe the men should be listening. Yes, change that, on that's the amazing. Run. That's she said, we've got changer. to be flexible. We've got, we, we, wow. We're going with a set plan, but maybe, you mm. know, maybe things will happen through the game and we have to change that plan. I went, oh, that's, that's gold, Meg. That's gold. Could Meg play for the men's team? Like, if we're short on numbers and we're just swapping around, we just say, eh, you know what? She's been good. Let's stick Meg Lenning in the side somewhere in 1 to 6. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Just a thought. And by the way, Meg Lenning, 49 not out of 34 balls. Um, one of the keys in the Australian innings. Uh, Alyssa Healy, 25 off 26. Uh, Beth Mooney, 54 off 37. Ash Gardner, 31 off 18. So all very good contributions. Uh, across the board there. Uh, Dave Warren arriving back in Australia yesterday and says he's 100% ready to reclaim his place at the top of the order. So we had a multiple choice the other day. Um, would he would he step down? He ain't stepping down. So no. it's either going to have to be dropped or nothing. He's, uh, he's So is, is he's this, are we, are we getting into Aaron Finch type areas? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yes. Based on stats and numbers, yes, we are. We are in Aaron Finch areas as you put it. Michelle Bishop will have some audio too. She's uh, been out and about on the uh, chasing Dave Warner. Cameron Bancroft, by the way, yesterday, 176 not out. So next wow. cab off the rink, puts his name up in lights again. Highest run scorer in Sheffield Shield cricket this year by some margin, by some margin. There's only uh, two other players have scored over 500 and he scored almost 800. So Cameron Bancroft having a good summer. Look, we've got, we've gone a long time talking at the start. We want to talk to you. Want to hear your calls? Get on the phone right now. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Text zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. The SEN network, the home of sport. Giddy up. Vossi and Brandy here. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget, you can listen live to the show every weekday morning from six till nine. Tune in through eleven seventy a.m. in Sydney or anywhere in the world through the SEN app.